Welcome to the Middle East Report Special Edition. I'm John Riley. The Middle East, that's one part of the world we need to pay attention to, especially the country of Israel. And each week, I help you make sense of what's happening in that region through a biblical lens. Security threats, archaeological discoveries, biblical prophecy, those are just some of the things that we cover. The main purpose of the Middle East Report Special Edition is to encourage you to read, study, and apply God's Word in your daily life. And the best way to do that is to connect with the people, places, and geography of what we read in God's Word. And I try to help you do that as well every single week. I appreciate you listening to the Middle East Report Special Edition. We are going to talk about prayer and specifically praying for the peace of Jerusalem. But what does that look like? What does it mean to pray for the peace of Jerusalem? We read about that in God's Word, but how do we do that? Coming up next, we're going to tell you how you can do that through a very important day coming up Sunday, October 1st. It is the day of prayer for the peace of Jerusalem. And I want you to get involved in that very special day. We'll tell you how in just a moment. But this is a day that actually was started by Eagle's Wings, a dynamic ministry that uh, is involved in a variety of outreaches and projects around the world. They have a focus on Israel and the Jewish people. And the executive director and founder of Eagle's Wings, Bishop Robert Stearns, is joining us today. And Robert, thank you for joining us here on the Middle East Report Special Edition. Well, John, it's great to be with you, and uh, such an important work that you're doing, John. I want to just take a moment and commend you for the incredible job you're doing, keeping uh, these very important issues. They're so important, not only in terms of faith, but also in terms of global geopolitical realities. And you do a great job, John, keeping that in front of all of us. And it was wonderful to meet you in Israel and uh, it's, it's just always a blessing to be in Israel. I encourage every Christian at least one time in their life needs to visit the land of the Bible. Well, your ministry, Eagle's Wings, is doing so much to inform people about what's going on in the land of Israel. You are loving and serving the Jewish people there in the land. Give us a, a little overview of what you guys do with Eagle Wings. Well, in the early 90s, uh, I had the opportunity to travel to Israel. Um, Israel was not important to me, John. It was not a part of my—it wasn't on my radar. I wasn't anti-Israel. I just had no connection. I had no sense of interest. Um, To me, I knew that the Bible— um, had said a lot about Israel, but to me that was, you know, 3,000 years ago. You know, it wasn't relevant for today. And that first trip to Israel just absolutely changed my life. And all of a sudden, the best way I can describe it is um, some, of your, some of your listeners will remember the old movie, The Wizard of Oz. And in The Wizard of Oz, the first, I think it's 11 minutes or 12 minutes, the first little bit of the movie is in black and white, right? Dorothy's in Kansas, and everything is in black and white. And then her house lands in Oz, and she opens the front door, and everything's in color all of a sudden. And that, somehow, going to Israel, all the stories you've read in your Bible, all of the things that you've heard from your parents, your grandparents, your pastors, your Sunday school teachers, all of a sudden you're saying, wait a minute, this is the actual Sea of Galilee? I'm on a boat just like Jesus and Peter and the disciples were? Uh, this is the, 
This is the Palm Sunday walk that Jesus walked before his crucifixion. This is the Garden of Gethsemane where he prayed. All of a sudden, it absolutely leaps into a reality for you that just changes you forever. And so out of that, um, what I began to understand is this. Um, God is still active in history. God is still committed to his promises to Israel and the Jewish people. And I, according to Romans, I'm a Gentile believer who's been grafted in uh, to that covenant. And so we seek to be a bridge between the global Christian church and the state of Israel and the Jewish people. So we've brought over 30,000 people with us to Israel over the years. We operate two feeding centers there in Jerusalem. Uh, where, where uh, Holocaust survivors or new immigrants can come. Right now, John, as your listeners know, so many are fleeing the Ukraine and the war that's happening in Ukraine. So eagleswings.org is where people can go to learn about the work of Eagle's Wings. And we just seek to be that bridge, that connection point between what I say the followers of Jesus, right? Christians are the followers of Jesus. And the Jewish people are the family of Jesus. They are the biological related family of Jesus. And so for the first time in 2,000 years, the followers of Jesus and the family of Jesus are having conversation together. And we're so honored to be a part of that. Well, I want to encourage you to check out their website, eagleswings.org. You will get a lot of information. Well, we want to talk about prayer, uh, Bishop Stearns, prayer for Israel, prayer for the peace of Jerusalem, prayer for the land of Israel. And every single year, you all put together, it's a worldwide thing that happens, a global day of prayer for the peace of Jerusalem. Tell everybody about that. Well, this is amazing. Uh, This began in 2004, and my spiritual father, Pastor Jack Hayford, who was such an incredible uh, leader in his generation, he went home to be with the Lord earlier this year. But um, we had this sense, Psalm 122.6, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, may they prosper who love you. We had this sense of calling that there needed to be one day a year where the global Christian church turned their attention to those scriptures uh, and, and stood in the place to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Now, if you had told me in 2004 that it would become what it has become today, I, I, I would be shocked because it, is, it has grown now around the world beyond anything that we could have imagined. Uh, we have representatives in 172 nations. Our material is in 29 languages. And literally millions of people around the world join on that first Sunday of October. Um, the, uh, the, the event happens in Jerusalem, but the point is for people to pray in their local church, in their Sunday school class, in their prayer group, wherever they are. And... Um, It's been incredible to see the heart of the global Christian church turning back to Jerusalem and understanding that need. Let me read a verse for you out of Isaiah 62. It says this, um, I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They will never be silent day or night. You who call upon the... Listen to this phrase. You who call upon the Lord 
do not be silent until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Now, John, that verse does not say, you Jewish people who call on the name of the Lord. It doesn't say, you people who have a burden for Israel. It says, if you have called on the name of the Lord, and how many of your listeners have called? We've called on God for salvation, for healing, for provision, for help, for peace. We call upon his name. God says, if you're going to access the blessings of the covenant, then you also need to accept the responsibilities of the covenant. And one of the chief responsibilities of the covenant is to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Well, you all have incredible resources to help people do that. They can go to the website daytopray.com, daytopray.com. All of these resources that you have are free. You can download them. You can do that right now. You can get that to your pastor. You can get that to your friends. You can get this out on social media. Whatever way you can get the word out. This day to prayer is coming up Sunday, October 1st. Sunday, October 1st, the day of prayer for the peace of Jerusalem. You can be involved. So go to that website, daytopray.com, daytopray.com. You know, I love the way that you all make it so practical. I got this email from you, and it lists like 10 different ways that you can be praying for Jerusalem. You know, I just, here's a couple of the ways. Pray that the God of truth would reveal all the truth that he would, uh, and, and not rest until he makes Jerusalem a praise of all the earth. Another thing, pray for the emotional, psychological, and physical healing of those who are victims of terrorism, and pray for the protection and provision of Arab Christians who are severely persecuted. You guys just give practical ways for people to pray. It's so important, John. Uh, you know what, let me, let me make this as simple as I can. Almost all of your listeners, most believers that I know, before we have a meal, we uh, pray and we bless our meal, right? We, you know, thank you, Lord, for this food, etc. We, we thank the Lord. We recognize God as our provider. Years ago, my family made it a, a tradition. We add one tiny little line into our prayer, and we say, and God, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. That's it. What is that? Eight words, nine words? Uh, that tiny step, somehow, John, when you just do what the Bible says, all of a sudden, you're going you're gonna to notice more news broadcasts. You're going to come across an article. You're going to see something in your Bible you hadn't seen before. And what we start to see, John, is that prayer becomes very practical. Prayer becomes an incredibly practical way of answer. You know, I, I say to folks, don't pray a prayer that you're not willing to become the answer to. If we're going to pray that prayer, we have, to, um, we have to say, Lord, how do you want me involved? What do you want me to do? And so uh, that's why we try to give very practical insights to folks to know here are the practical ways that you can pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Um, and that's that email of the 10 points that we had sent out to all of our partners around the world. These are the 10 ways to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Well, you can get a hold of those uh, 10 ways to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Daytopray.com, daytopray.com. And you have so many great resources on that website to help people pray. It's not just like something, a pie-in-the-sky type thing. I mean, you really bring it down, as you said, in a very practical way, because... Man, we really do 
need to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. There's so much going on there right now, as always there in the Middle East, but especially for the Jewish people in the land of Israel. And you know what's amazing, John, and I'm sure, I mean, the incredible work you do keeping your listeners updated. What's amazing is uh, there's bad news, as there always is, right? Sadly, uh, there's terrorism, there's the threat of a nuclear Iran uh, there, there, there's all kinds, there's the current administration, uh, you know, just siphoning unbelievable amounts of our taxpayer dollars into the Palestinian Authority with zero accountability right now. So there's all kinds of negative going on. However, there's also never been greater peace and possibilities of peace between Israel and many of her Arab neighbors. And this is incredible. I mean, this is an absolutely amazing thing that we see that really follows the Abraham Accords. Uh, and so much of this is because Iran, uh, Iran is such an evil, literally an evil empire, a dangerous empire, a threat to the whole world, that now even the Muslim nations around are saying, listen, uh, we, you know, the the enemy of my enemy is my friend and, and and so they're they're starting to come into communication and sometimes even into alliance with Israel so it's a time to be educated it's a time to be praying it's a time to be involved and i'm telling you what i wouldn't trade it for the world uh my kids i've raised my children in such a way that um just zeroing in on this aspect of our world it enlivens them to understand so much about our world, and it, it helps us broaden our perspective of the kingdom of God. So I invite people to visit eagleswings.org or daytopray.com. As you said, all of our resources for the day of prayer are free. Also, they can tune in. Uh, I'll be there. Uh, this sun- It's always the first Sunday of October. So it's always the first Sunday of every October, and folks can tune in uh, and watch us live from Jerusalem on the website. It's an incredible opportunity to be a part of a global move in praying for the peace of Jerusalem. All that information on the website, daytopray.com, daytopray.com. I encourage you to check that out, and uh, you you are going to get a lot of information. Pastors who are listening today, uh, those of you in, in the church, I, I want to encourage you, download those resources, get the word out to your pastor, and make sure that you are praying for the peace of Jerusalem. We're going to continue to talk to Bishop Robert Stearns, the founder and executive director of Eagle's Wings, this dynamic ministry worldwide with focus on Israel and the Jewish people. And we're going to zero in a little bit on some of the current things that are going on in the world. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up next. Sometimes it can be hard to catch each live broadcast. This could be due to your job, school, or just life in general we understand, which is why you don't have to miss out. The AFR podcast page is where you can find all of your favorite shows. Whether it's old or new, you can listen and download each broadcast that you've missed, including the ones you've already heard. Just visit the podcast page at AFR.net. Welcome back to the Middle East Report Special Edition. I'm John Riley. 
Our guest today is Bishop Robert Stearns. He is the founder and executive director of Eagle's Wings, an incredible worldwide ministry with a focus on Israel and the Jewish people. And we're talking about a lot of different things today. We're going to talk about some current events happening in the world in relationship to Israel. But I wanted to remind you about the day to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. It's coming up Sunday, October 1st, and you can get free resources for your pastor, for your church, for your friends, and how to pray on that very special day. Go to daytopray.com. That's daytopray.com. You can get all the information right there to find out how you can pray for the peace of Jerusalem. I wanted to ask you, Bishop Stearns, about something I saw in the news just recently regarding Israel's ambassador to the U.N., Gilad Erdan. He was there in New York at the U.N. during the General Assembly when the president of Iran was giving a speech at the U.N. And he actually got up and started waving a picture of a woman from Iran who was murdered by Iran simply because she would not put on the traditional Muslim attire, and that caused a lot of protest all across the country. I thought this was so bold, and I think you know this guy personally. Well, uh, that ambassador is a very dear friend of mine. Uh, that's Ambassador Gilad Erdan. And Eagle's Wings, our organization, was the very first organization to bring him to America. This was probably 20 years ago, when he had just been elected for the first time to the Israeli Knesset. The Knesset is the parliament of Israel, what we would call our Congress or our Senate. Uh, Israel has one uh, parliament. Uh, you know, the U.S. has two houses. Israel has one, similar to Great Britain. And uh, so he was elected about 20 years ago into the Knesset, and we were thrilled to bring him uh, to be a part of our Jerusalem prayer banquet. We've had many, many uh, guests over the years at that um, Governor Mike Huckabee, Pat Robertson, Kathy Lee Gifford, uh, A.R. Bernard, uh, many wonderful leaders. But uh, Ambassador Erdogan became a dear friend. He was not ambassador then. He was a member of Knesset. And we kept uh, up over all of these years. And I actually was just with him at the United Nations uh, earlier this year. Because we have to look at the hypocrisy, John. Uh, how... How do we, I mean, the, the way Iran uh, is such a rogue nation, a complete disregard for human rights in every sense of the word, um, and it makes absolutely no sense that America would even allow this terrorist dictator to come to our soil, uh, and yet the United Nations continues to give platform to these rogue nations, whether it's Iran, North Korea, China, these nations that have incredible uh, human rights abuse records. And so I'm very proud of my courageous friend, Gilad Erdogan, who made the decision to not be politically correct. And John, that's each and every one of us today have to make a decision. Are we going to begin to speak up? We're living in a world where uh, people are being uh, canceled to such a degree that people are afraid just to speak. We're losing the freedom of speech that this nation has been known for, and people have got to begin to speak up. And that's why Eagle's Wings, our organization, every day, we're speaking out on behalf of the Jewish people. Also, John, to be clear, 
and I tell people, listen, I, I'm pro, pro-Israel, I'm also pro-Palestinian. What do I mean by that? God has a wonderful plan for the Palestinian people. We don't, we, we don't hate Arabs, we don't hate the Palestinian people. They are suffering in the midst of this situation because their leaders are stealing money, robbing money from the usually taxpayer, American taxpayer dollars, and living in a terrible condition. So we have to pray and work for a true solution uh, to this troubled part of our world. And I'm very proud that Gilad Erdan, uh, the ambassador, Israel's ambassador to the United Nations, my dear friend, had the strength to do what he did. You know, he not only had strength to do what he did by holding up that sign right there in the, the General Assembly of that woman who was murdered by Iran as the president was speaking uh, he not only had the strength, but he also, to me, reminded me of a lot of Bible characters who were strong and bold, and I just thought it was so fantastic what he did. You read the stories of the Bible, right? We read Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. We read Daniel. We read these folks who you come to a point where you need to engage in some type of outward display. Um, and, and he did that, and he had great courage, and I'm, I'm so glad to hear that. And may that be an example how do, what is, John, what does that mean for us? That means, and I want to say this to your listeners, that means get to your local school board meeting, right? Those yes. are open to the public. Get what, what curriculum are they teaching about Israel, about the Middle East? Get involved at the local level and make your voice heard. It's crucial in this hour. Boy, we have to do that, and I really do appreciate the boldness of this ambassador. And he's kind of like uh, Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego in the Bible. I, I really think you're right on that. Well, there's, there's so many other things that we could talk about with uh, things going on there in the Middle East. But one of the things that has me really concerned is the declining support you know, among young evangelicals across our country. It just seems like uh, young evangelicals are becoming less and less supportive of Israel. What are your thoughts on that? You know, it's interesting. I was actually interviewed yesterday. Uh, by a journalist uh, in Israel uh, who's writing a story on this right now. So it's, it's curious that you're asking me this today. Um, we do see a scary and dangerous decline of support from young evangelicals. And what I said to him yesterday, I'll, I'll repeat it here, I think there are, John, two things going on. Number one, those of us who've grown up within the evangelical movement um, we know that evangelicalism right now is being rocked, right? I mean, it is, uh, we have churches going woke, we have colleges going woke, uh, we have, even the term evangelical has become so problematic, because the far left has made it into a toxic, poisonous term, um, so I think just the question of what is an evangelical and what do evangelicals stand for, that in itself is shaking right now in, in our nation. Uh, there's denominate. I was speaking to a United Methodist pastor the other day, an evangelical Methodist, and that in, you know those denominations are splitting down the middle, literally over all of these issues. So the first reason I think we're seeing this decline of support is that if you're living your life through the lens of social justice, okay? Now, social justice is important, it's vital, but it's not the totality of life. 
and taken to an extreme becomes dangerous. So if you're living solely through this lens of social justice and you have not deeply investigated the truth of the story of Israel, the Palestinians, etc., well, it can seem from a distance that Israel is Goliath and the Palestinians are David. I mean, it can seem uh, that Israel is involved in you know, all of these human rights abuses, etc. Again, that's why it's so important to get to Israel, to see the facts on the ground. John, I bring groups there. They, they're, I'm not exaggerating. They're there for three hours, and they say, apartheid state? What are you talking about? Because you get to Israel... And the Arab community and the Jewish community, by the way, and also the Druze community and the Baha'i and the Christian, completely uh, the same rights, eating in the same restaurants, going to the same schools, enjoying the same parks. So this concept that Israel is an apartheid state is utterly ridiculous. And within three hours of being in Israel, you see Jews and Arabs and Christians and Muslims working together, walking together, being friends. You see that happening. So the distortion of the media is extraordinary. So that's my first answer. My first answer is that the uh, far left social justice movement can give you an incorrect understanding of the situation. The second answer is, John, American Christians are losing their connection to the Bible. Biblical literacy is at an all-time low. People are not reading the Bible, studying the Bible, Sunday school. Sometimes there are not Sunday school classes anymore. And if they are, they're teaching Disney characters and this and that and the other. We're ignoring the Bible. And the story of the Bible is largely the story of God's interaction with the Jewish people and with the land of Israel. That is the backdrop, that is the foundation of not only the Old Testament, but the New Testament as well. The Apostle Paul wrestles with, he talks about, he said, he said I would be accursed if it would mean that the Jewish people would, would come to an understanding of Messiah. And so my point is that when we lose connection with the Bible, we lose connection with the land and the people of the Bible. So I think those are the two reasons why we see this decline of support in younger evangelicals. That is such a good reminder that we have to get back to God's Word. We have to get back to reading God's Word, studying God's Word, applying God's Word in our daily lives. And, you know, that's the, the goal here of the Middle East Report Special Edition is to encourage you to do all of those things. And we believe that the best way to do that is to connect with the people, places, and geography of what we read in God's Word. Bishop Stearns, we appreciate you joining us here on the Middle East Report Special Edition. And I just want to remind everybody to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And there is a practical way to do that. In fact, coming up on Sunday, October 1st, it is the Day of Prayer for the Peace of Jerusalem. And you can find out more about that when you go to daytopray.com. Everything you need to pray for the peace of Jerusalem is right there on that website. Hey, thank you for listening to the Middle East Report Special Edition. I sure appreciate that. And I just want to encourage you to download a podcast of the show when you go to 
afr.net. Click on the podcast tab. You can also get a podcast of the show wherever you get your podcast. We're on all the major podcast platforms out there. Please download the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and follow me each week. That's the Middle Issue Forward Special Edition. I'm John Riley.